you know, it's just kind of like, hey, doing more of the same is probably going to keep bringing more of the same, and more of the same is not what you're looking for right now. Episode 724 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, overcome the insanity by working smarter, not harder. Well, 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 here we are. Time for another little quick tip episode, a little QT today. Uh, but before we dive into uh, helping you hopefully overcome or beat or avoid some insanity, uh, I want to give a, a few shout outs to some folks who've left some reviews in the last uh, month or so. We got a bunch of reviews this this past month, so I'm going to break it up a little bit, give a couple today and a couple uh, sometime next week. But I uh, do want to take a second and thank some folks because, uh, as I've said before, and as I will say again, navigating through iTunes, especially on your phone, to try to leave a, an iTunes review is not an easy thing. So thank you to uh, Jojo4300 who says, uh, run like the wind. This is my favorite running show. Good guests and a great host, positive and honest. Listen while I'm out running, keep them coming. Well, yes, I have uh, no plans on uh, slowing down the podcast anytime soon. So thank you for listening. Thank you for the uh, review there, Jojo, and I will definitely keep them coming. And uh, one more review today uh, from P&W Leader says, uh, not just a podcast. I accidentally stumbled across this runs podcast when I was looking for a good running podcast. I am still a new runner and had so many questions, but Google only seemed to confuse and overwhelm me. Diz runs is more than a podcast. It really is a community. I just got connected with the Facebook group and I'm so excited about the support and, and advice that I can get from real runners. I enjoy listening while I'm doing housework stuck on the treadmill or outside running. The resources he provides are very helpful, and I appreciate how active he is with his followers. The variety of topics and interviews is something for every level of runner. Highly recommended. Well, thank you, PNW leader, um, and glad that you're part of the the group, part of the Facebook group, and, and glad that uh, you know we are. Uh, I'm glad that it's evident that there is a, a definite community there. Uh, that's that's what we're going for. You know, I've I've said before that the uh, the ambition, that the goal is to build the best, uh, the best running community on Facebook. Not necessarily the biggest, um, although we, we, are, we are getting uh, a bit bigger. We've, we've recently crossed over the 1,000-person uh, mark, but uh, you know, it's, it's not all about size, right? That's, that's what she said there, but uh, it's, it's, it's about the quality, not the, not the size. And, and I think that we've got a, a, really, a really good group going and, and glad that you're a part of it. And uh, if anybody else wants to join the group, disruns.com slash Facebook is the, is the link that'll take you there. We'd love to have you come join our ranks, be a, be a part of the crew, be a part of the tribe. Um, hopefully, you know, laugh a little bit, learn a little bit, support each other a little bit. That's what it's all about. Um, but once again, thanks to PNW Leader and, and JoJo3400 for the reviews. Uh, and like I said, got a couple more. So if you, if you left a review last month and you're like, dude, what about, where, where's, where's my shout out? It's coming. It's coming. Uh, but thanks to everyone who's left a review for the show in the past. Um, it certainly helps, helps the show to be found, helps let Apple know that, uh, the show is still relevant and all the other podcast apps and podcast catchers and things like that, that the show is relevant, that people enjoy the show. And so when people are looking for a running podcast, I'm not, not saying that I'm the best or the only or anything like that, but you know, if, if people are engaging and leaving reviews, that just helps to helps the show to bump up a little bit, helps more ears to find the show. Hopefully more runners that we can, we can help out, support a little bit, entertain, uh, whatever the case might be. So thanks to everyone who's left a review in the past. So now diving into the topic du jour, today's uh, quick tip about overcoming 
insanity. And this is one that's kind of been, been bubbling under the surface for me for a while. There's something that uh, kind of should address, I've seen different folks, myself sometimes included, that uh, have, have done a bit of uh, what you might call insane things as it relates to running. And, you know, when it comes to insane or insanity, what am I talking about? Well, I'm kind of going back to the, uh, the, the Albert Einstein quote that, uh, you know, goes something along the lines of insanity is continuing to do the same thing repeatedly over and over and over again, all the while expecting the results to be different. And as runners, I think that we might just possibly fall into that category on occasion. And, and, but you know, that said it is a, it is a bit of a, you know, a a gray line, maybe a little bit, a, a thin line, because obviously if something is working, doing the same thing, continuing to do the same thing is important. You know, I've t- how many times have I talked about the value of consistency and the importance of continuing to show up, continuing to do the little things, continuing to get enough rest and sleep well and, and do your training and run intelligently and all those things. All those things are important. Consistency is important. But when you get to a situation where whatever it is that you're doing in, in one area of your training or another, or one area of your life or another, and the results that are coming are not the results that you expect or are not the results that you desire, and yet you continue to just do the same input, to, to provide the same inputs to your system, to your training, running the same workouts, doing the same amount of mileage, things like that, and you're not, and you're not seeing the results that you expect or that you hope for, continue to do more of the same is probably not going to get you to where you want to be. And so that's the insanity that I'm talking about today. And like I said, I've seen, I've seen this in folks that, uh, I've, I've worked with in the past. I've seen this in myself. I've seen this in folks in the Facebook group. You're talking about the Facebook group and the community we have over there, people sharing some of their struggles, some of their, their things that they're working on or, or areas that, that they're trying to, to figure out, get some clarity, how to, how to overcome a specific obstacle. Not always, but sometimes it has to do with changing things up a little bit. Mixing it, mixing it up, maybe working a little bit smarter instead of just working harder. Because I think, again, as runners, and again, I, I've, I've been guilty of this. I've seen this when, when we're doing something and it's, it's maybe not giving us the results we want. A lot of times that first, first impulse, that first, uh, thought is, all right, I just gotta, gotta go harder. Gotta go harder. Gotta keep going. Gotta keep grinding. Can't, can't, you know, deviate from the plan. Well, sometimes maybe the plan needs to deviate. Sometimes you need to, to tweak things a little bit, adjust again, work smarter, not harder and help things to, to get going in the right direction. So, um, today I want to talk about three, three ish, three or four, um, kind of possible areas where I think insanity within the running community is, is common. Some things that, again, that I've seen, that I've witnessed, that I've experienced myself where, you know, it's just kind of like, Hey, doing more of the same is probably going to keep bringing more of the same. And more of the same is not what you're looking for right now. So one of them, probably the most common, the thing that I've seen the most often is the idea or maybe not the idea, but the acceptance of the quote unquote fact that sometimes you're just, you're just destined to always have to battle the same injury. Meaning maybe you're, you're have a, have a near constant battle with plantar fasciitis or shin splints or it band issues. Or maybe every time you train for a marathon, you know that, you know, four weeks out from the race, when that mileage is at its, its highest level, that you're going to have to deal with some, again, some plantar fasciitis issues as an example. But then once you, once you get to the taper and you can rest a little bit and you, and you, you know, make it through the race with the, with some tape or some orthotics or some type of something to, to help. Um, and then you get, you know, the, the, the mileage drops down a bit, it starts to go away. And, and if that sounds like something that you can 
relate to a little bit. What I don't want you to think is that you can't ever think that I, I, I just, I, I guess just anytime I train for a marathon or a half marathon or whatever the case might be, I'm just, you know, I'm just destined to have to deal with this same recurring issue. That's not, uh, not true. Not true. Um, at least in most cases, I, I, maybe, maybe not every case. Maybe there's, there's a, a case or two here and there where you know, there's some anatomical thing that just can't be addressed and can't be corrected and can't be, be modified for to keep you healthy. But in most cases, most of those common running injuries, overuse injuries types of things can absolutely be avoided, can absolutely be prevented. You can get out in front of them. But if you just keep doing the same reactive treatments, so you wait until it starts to hurt to address it, and you keep doing the same types of workouts, maybe maybe uh, you know doing too much speed work or um, or not running your easy runs easy enough or not having enough rest days or whatever the case might be. If, you, if your training continues to look the same and you're not doing any pro- proactive, preventative type of work to avoid the, the or to help reduce the risk of the injury coming back, then yeah, odds are you're going to keep having a flare-up of the same plantar fasciitis or shin splint symptoms or IT band issues or tendonitis or bursitis or whatever the case might be. Those are probably going to keep coming back. So what's, what's the better bet instead of, instead of, you know, just thinking that maybe this will be the the training cycle that things will go my way and I won't be injured a month out from the race, or I won't be battling this nagging thing for the last three weeks before the race. What's the better bet than that kind of insanity? Like I said, get out in front of it, try something different, mix it up, work smarter, not harder. Maybe it's time to go and and sign up for the little things course. If you haven't done that already, it's free. Don't forget about that. It it, it is free. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, So head over to disruns.com slash little things and get some tips and some, some tricks or at least some information and decide whether or not you want to implement it on things related to diet, nutrition, things related to sleep and rest, things related to soft tissue work, mobility, foam rolling, recovery, and things related to cross training. Those things might help you. Maybe there's a missing link in there that, that doing something like that uh, will help you to prevent that case of shin splints or that case of plantar fasciitis or whatever it might be. Get out in front of it. Be proactive. Work smarter, not harder. Maybe maybe you know maybe you need to to go see a physical therapist and get some ideas to or some exercises to balance out a muscle deficiency or a muscle imbalance somewhere in your in your hip flexors or fire up your glutes or whatever the case might be. Maybe, maybe working with a coach is what you need to do to help you adjust your training in a way that you're not doing too much too quickly. You're not overwhelming your system every time you build up to a marathon. Maybe, maybe you start a longer buildup so it's more gradual so your body has a chance to uh, adapt and adjust. The point being, there are ways that you can combat whatever kind of recurring running-related injuries that you're dealing with in most cases to break that cycle. So if you think that just, you know, being injured when training for a marathon, that's just, that's just part of the process. Please, please stop, stop the insanity, you know, uh, address that work smarter, not harder. And, and hopefully <laughs> with a lot less pain as well, or a lot less, at least discomfort and aches and soreness and all that kind of stuff. So that's one area. Another area where maybe a little bit of, of an adjustment, a little bit of mixing it up a little bit, working smarter, not harder, might help to uh, eliminate some of the insanity of, of doing the same thing and expecting or hoping for different results has to do with those runners that have a real tough first couple, three, four miles before their body starts to loosen up. And I've, I've heard this before from a lot of people. I've been there before as well, where, you know, usually for me, it doesn't take three or four miles, but sometimes that first mile, it just, everything feels kind of stiff. 
kind of achy. The joints haven't really lubed up yet, especially if you're running early in the morning. You know, if you're, if you're a roll out of the bed, get the miles in before the day gets going kind of person, which is pretty much what I am. Um, sometimes that first mile is a little bit tough. And I've noticed for those of you that are, have jumped on board the heart rate training bandwagon, maybe you've noticed as well that that first quarter of a mile, that first half mile, sometimes that heart rate, it just goes crazy. It goes nuts. Um, you know, I'll, I'll walk out the door with the dog and I'm barely going anything at all. And it's like all of a sudden 160. And then as soon as I stop to walk, it's down to, to 80. Um, and then as soon as I start to jog again, back to 160 and then back to, to 85. And then after, after a couple of minutes, all of a sudden it's like, it stays at 85, even though I'm starting to jog again. It's like my, my heart rate is kind of balanced out a little bit instead of it spiking and, and dropping. It's like, all right, so then I can pick up the pace, get into my, my desired zones and cruise. And I never have an issue with it again, but that first quarter of a mile, half a mile, you know, if you're, if, if you're like me and you're pretty much a, a pretty solid believer when it comes to the heart rate training stuff, that's not, the, that's not exactly where you want to be, you know? So again, should I, should I keep doing what I'm doing? Keep, you know, taking the dog for a walk and just doing my, my simple lunge matrix and some leg swings and get out the door and, and maybe not have done enough of a warm up and deal with my heart rate spiking all over the place. Or would I be better off maybe doing a little bit more of an intense warm up? maybe doing something to get my, get, get over those little spikes before I get going, which is ironically enough, exactly what I did today as I'm recording this, you know, this, this morning for my run, I was doing my lunge matrix, but I also mixed in some jumping jacks, just some simple calisthenics, nothing crazy, nothing, nothing that was stressful, nothing that was making me work hard, but instead of just doing my lunges while I'm still kind of half asleep and instead of just doing my leg swings, I like at, between every set of lunges, 10 jumping jacks, 15 jumping jacks. You know, maybe I'll mix in a few kettlebell swings or a couple of burpees. Although I don't think I'll be doing burpees first thing in the morning. Just, just being honest there, but there's different things that I can try. And you know, lo and behold, today's run never had a single heart rate spike. When I started out the door with Bailey this morning and, and we turned the corner and started going, my, my watch vibrated. I looked down kind of half expecting it to see it being up at 160. Nope. It was vibrating telling me that it was, I was, my heart rate was too low for the workout zones. It was at 82 or something like that. And then it started creeping up. It got up to about 90 and then we had to stop for the dog to use the bathroom. But then once we got going again, it got back up over hundred and it stayed there, stayed in the one, 115, 120, maybe 125 range, which is perfect right where I want to be. Never had any crazy spikes. Was that entirely because of the, the change in warmup today? I don't know. We'll see. It's so far. It's a sample size of one. So I'll, I'll keep trying with it, playing with it, seeing what happens. But I've been going on this pattern long enough where my warm-up has just stayed the same. My pre-run routine has just stayed the same. And even though I wasn't having any aches and pains, my heart rate was not where I wanted it to be right off the bat. It was spiking and dropping and spiking and dropping today, right where I want it to be. So I'm going to try mixing this up or I'm not going to, I'm going to try keeping with the mix up that I did today, keeping with some calisthenics, a little bit of extra warm-up before I get out. Instead of taking four minutes, maybe it'll take seven minutes. But if that means that I can just hit it right off the bat and not have to worry about the spikes, it's worth those extra three minutes, you know? And if you're the type of person that has been battling with some aches and pains where it's just like, I just have to get to mile three and everything starts to feel better. Same, same thoughts apply. Why, why suffer through those first two, three, four miles of things really hurting? Why not take five or eight or 10 minutes to get a good warm up in? Maybe it's the lunge matrix. Maybe it's some band work like the, the Wahoo ladies have suggested in the past. Maybe it's um, riding a bike. Maybe it's calisthenics. Maybe it's leg swings. Uh, maybe it's, it's doing a, a little kind of yoga flow 
doing some type of, of morning sun salutations type of thing. Try some different things. Try some different options. Try working smarter instead of harder. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we all run for fun, right? I mean, you know, we have our goals. We have our things that we're working towards. But I don't know any of us that are like, you know what? I love to run just because it hurts so much for those first couple, three miles. And especially if you're only doing an easy run that's a couple, three miles. If, if, if it takes you three or four or five miles for things to really warm up and your easy runs are, you know, some of your short, easy midweek runs are, th- are, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour long. Well, shoot, your whole entire run hurts. That sucks. That's not fun. So work smarter, not harder. Try, try a different warm-up routine. If you're having some, some pain and some, some, you know, everything feels good until you stop, maybe it's time to try a different cool-down routine. Walk a bit more or do some more, uh, you know, focused stretching or dynamic stretching or some strength training or something that helps to, to bring the heart rate back down, to cool the muscles down. Maybe get on some compression socks. Maybe that'll help just to keep the blood from pooling in your legs if there's something in your lower legs that's hurting at the end of a run. I don't know. Try some different things. See what happens. Trial and error. But don't just keep doing the same thing and expecting that it's going to get better. You know, that, that's, that's insanity. That's insanity. Last thing on the list today. Um, if you find yourself where you feel like you're stuck on a prolonged plateau where you're not making any progress, where you're, where you're doing the work, but it's not seeming to pay off. That's not the place you want to be. That's not the place what you want to be. Now, when it comes to progress, in most cases, progress isn't linear. We, we, we don't, uh, you know, we, we all love this idea. We all have this idea. I have this idea that progress is going to be steady, that, you, that, you know, you're starting from where you are today. You're going to work intelligently. You're going to do the right things, take care of the little things, um, train, train smart. And you're just going to kind of keep seeing things, you know, just kind of traveling up and to the right, you know, that, that gradual growth curve or growth line. That's just like, just nice and steady and, and, you know, up and to the right. Things are progressing. You're doing well. That's the ideal. In the actuality, things that, you know, they look a little bit more like the stock stock market line where it's, it's up and it's down a little bit and then it's up and then it flatlines a little bit and then it goes up again and then it, it drops down just a hair and then it picks back up, whatever, you know, something like that. There's, we're, we're all going to have some natural ebbs, some, some areas where we, we get on a little plateau and we're not seeing the progress that we want to see. Sometimes we'll even regress a little bit, but you know, those little regressions, those little plateaus, those are normal. What's not normal is if you find yourself on a plateau for months and months, maybe even to a year or more. I've talked to folks where it's like, you know, I've been, I've been training. I've been thought I've been you know, doing the right things and I haven't gotten any faster at all. And, and getting faster is one of their goals. I haven't gotten any faster at all in the last, you know, three years of running half marathons or marathons or whatever. What am I doing wrong? Well, it's, it's not so easy to just pinpoint exactly what quote unquote they're doing wrong, but. That's not normal. If you're training intelligently and you're taking care of yourself after a year, two years, three years, several training cycles, things should continue to, to trend up in the right direction. Things could, should continue to get quote unquote better. You should see some progress. If not, that's again, not the time to just put your head down and keep working harder. Not the time to just get after it and grind and ugh, by brute force, I'm going to get better. No, 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 no. That's insanity. Instead, reassess. What little tweaks can you make? Maybe your life situation has changed and you're super stressed. Maybe, you know, I remember when I, when we added a, a Addison to the family, when we, when we had a baby, that, that changed things for a while. You know, running was still important. Running was still something I did on a regular basis, but you know, sleep was a mess. Just kind of life stress, readjusting to what life is like now with it, with this, 
new new creature, new thing in my house, you know, that I'm in charge of, that I'm responsible for. It took a while for things to kind of calm back down. So, you know, maybe there's something like that. Maybe your, your training needs to be mixed up. Maybe you, you haven't been uh, running your easy runs easy enough. So you're kind of always in this, this constant state of moderate fatigue. And you need to adjust what you're doing from a training perspective. You need to shake up your body, shock your body a little bit to, to get it off of this plateau and get things back trending in the right direction. Okay? There's, there's, you know, if you're not seeing any improvement, any growth, any progress for a long enough period of time, that's kind of a, a, a should be a bit of a red flag that like, all right, what, what can I do to adjust? What can I adjust? And 99 times out of a hundred, it's not going to be just work harder. It's going to be work smarter. It's going to be, let's, let's reassess what we're doing and adjust. And again, maybe that's the little things. Maybe you need to take care of some of those, those issues of flexibility, of mobility, of strength training, of, of cross training. Um, Maybe it's a dietary issue or sleep issue, rest and recovery. There's no shortage of things that it could be, but if you feel like you're stuck on a plateau, just doing more of the same, is not going to be the best way more often than not to get you off of said plateau. So those are three kind of things to think about. Three things to keep in mind as far as, you know, some, some places where as runners, we kind of get bogged down into do more, 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 more of the same is going to help us. It's going to help us solve the problem. And, and in most cases, nope, it just keeps making things worse, or at least doesn't make things better, which again, kind of that definition of insanity. So if you keep having the same injury issues, if the first bit of your runs are always a struggle, if you feel like you're stuck on a plateau, might be time to mix things up a little bit. Try something a little bit different zoom out, take a big picture and see if there's a way that you can, instead of keep forcing, forcing it, Stop trying to force that round peg into the square hole. Work a little bit smarter instead of a little bit harder and see if that doesn't help you to break the cycle, overcome the insanity and get back to making the progress that you desire. So that is, uh, that is it for today. That is today's quick tip that as per usual these days, at least wasn't very quick, but hopefully that helps. Hopefully that gives you something to, to think about. If you feel like you're in one of those situations where you're, you're struggling and you're thinking that, hey, I just need to work harder. Maybe this will give you pause to, to think a little bit, to see if there's a way to work smarter. I'm not saying that we don't need to work hard. I'm not saying that hard work isn't a part of the equation. It certainly is. But in some cases, we can refocus that energy a little bit. Instead of trying to force it, we can work with ourselves, work with our bodies to get that progress that we desire. That's what it, that's what it comes down to. So let me know what you think of today's episode at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can find me both places. Obviously, you can also check out the show notes. we got a few memes. we got a, I don't know if we have any GIFs this, this week. Nope, just memes this week. So head over to Dizruns.com slash 724 to check that out. And while you're there, you can leave a comment in the, in the uh, or leave a feedback, suggestions, whatever, in the comments down below. There's also a lot of links and resources and things like that in the show notes for this episode, and really for every episode. So if you ever want to check that stuff out, just head over to the show notes for any episode and kind of see what stuff is there on the website. Always more to come. But uh, that's again today, disruns.com slash 724. And of course, you can also shoot me an email with anything that you've got on your mind, anything that I can maybe help you with. Disruns, uh, not disruns.com. Come on, Diz. Disruns at gmail.com is the email address. Um, shoot me an email there anytime. Always love to hear from you guys. If there's anything I can ever do, you can you can always let me know. And if you're on the, the email list, which I know nobody wants to be on the email list, but I like to think my emails are somewhat relevant and hopefully useful, at least worth taking a few minutes to read when they come out. You can also always hit reply to any of those emails. They come right back to me. Nobody else reads them but me. Uh, and again, 
thoughts, comments, questions, anything I can do for you, hit, hit reply. And I'll be happy to, uh, offer my thoughts and suggestions to you that way as well, or whatever it is that you're asking about. I'll, I will absolutely respond. might take a day or two, but I will definitely get back to you. So, um, that is it for today. Thanks again to those that left some reviews. Really appreciate it. If you are so inclined and you want to help out the show that way, which it absolutely does help out the show, help out all that we've got going on here and building the Diz runs empire. Uh, any reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, wherever, wherever you are, wherever you can leave those reviews. Uh, it's certainly helpful. So uh, until next time, be well, take care. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, see you.